This is AutoLine Daily, reporting on the global automotive industry. Hi, I'm Sean McElroy. It's February 6th of 2019, and now the news. GM posted its year-end earnings for 2018, and its UAW employees will be rejoicing. They're going to get a profit-sharing check of $10,750 on average. That's thanks to the fact that GM earned a $10.8 billion EBIT profit in North America. On a global basis, GM earned $147 billion in revenue, up only 1%, and it posted a net profit of $8.1 billion, meaning its profit margin was only 5.5%. GM sold 8.3 million vehicles, down from 9.6 million the year before. While the big drop mainly comes from GM selling off Opel, it actually saw its sales decline in every region of the world except South America. And here's our AutoLine Insight. Overall, these numbers don't look that good. But considering that GM was able to raise its revenue despite selling 1.3 million fewer vehicles is impressive. Also, its net profit was reduced by $2.5 billion in restructuring costs that are largely behind it. So we should see a big jump in profitability going forward. The pickup war is really heating up. Last month, Ram outsold the Chevrolet Silverado, even worse for GM. Sales of the Silverado fell nearly 23% last month, while the Ram was up 20%. That has got to send shivers throughout GM because FCA, by dropping the Chrysler 200 and converting its Sterling Heights plant to make trucks, it now has enough manufacturing capacity for the Ram to outsell the Silverado for the entire year. GM can still claim leadership over Ram by including sales of the GMC Sierra, but GM never planned on having the new Silverado fall to third place. It seems that truck buyers really like the styling and design appointments of the Ram, especially that big screen in the middle of the center stack. And yet, the Silverado isn't the only pickup that's struggling. Sales of the Nissan Titan are absolutely plummeting, and the Toyota Tundra just never caught on. Meanwhile, the Ford S-Series continues to dominate the segment. But we have a word of warning for Ford. FCA does not plan to settle for second place. And speaking of trucks, coming up next, a look at the new heavy-duty version of the Silverado. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires. Your journey, our passion. Dow Automotive Systems, advanced materials that deliver better results and by ExxonMobil. Chevrolet revealed more details about the heavy-duty version of the Silverado, and here are some of the highlights. The truck is longer, wider, and taller than the outgoing model, and it comes in five trim levels, work truck, custom, which is all new, LT, LTZ, and high country. Each trim has its own unique front-end styling, and all can be had as a dually. Under the hood is a new 6.6-liter V8 gas engine with direct injection, also a first for the heavy-duty truck. It puts out over 400 horsepower, a little over 460 pound-feet of torque, and is mated to a six-speed transmission. Or customers can choose the Duramax diesel 6.6-liter with 910 pound-feet of torque, and it's mated to an Allison 10-speed automatic. Maximum towing is rated at 35,000 pounds, but Chevy notes that every dually model 
will be able to tow in excess of 30,000 pounds. When it comes to technology, the new Heavy Duty has up to 15 camera views available, including the invisible trailer view we recently reported on. We'll have more to report on the Silverado HD in the coming days, which is slated to go on sale in the summer. Even though there's so much focus on trucks, could the drop in sales of passenger cars finally be bottoming out? Last month's sales of passenger cars in the U.S. market fell by 17,000 cars, a drop of 4.7%. That's one of the smallest drops we've seen in years, and it could be an indicator that the bottom is finally coming into sight. Will piston engines be around for decades to come, or are electrics about to take over? That's the topic on AutoLine After Hours this Thursday, when our special guest will be Brett Smith, who is a powertrain expert from the Center for Automotive Research. So if you have any questions for the panel, just send them our way to viewer mail at autoline.tv or hit us up on social media. Still to come, did the styling inspiration for the Rivian EVs come from a 1960 Edsel? ExxonMobil's advanced air barrier technology can help keep tires inflated longer and save 1 billion gallons of fuel per year. Watch the full video at butylrubber.com. Strength from the inside out. Google's autonomous vehicle unit, Waymo, has partnered with FCA and Jaguar Land Rover to supply it with vehicles. And now Japan's Nikkei newspaper reports that Renault, Nissan, and Waymo will jointly develop autonomous taxis based on Nissan's cars, as well as a system to handle payments and reservations. The tie-up isn't official yet, but a formal announcement could happen this spring. Officially, Nissan says this report is based on speculation, but it did not deny the story. As you know, we like to cover the technological innovations coming out of the supplier industry. In the not-too-distant past, the mechanisms to automatically open the lift gates on SUVs and crossovers were big and clunky. But the supplier Broza has come out with a solution that integrates the lift arms right into the struts. They use a screw mechanism to open and close the lift gates. Not only is it a much more elegant design, it helps create a larger opening with more space and easier access to the luggage area. Hey, we want to thank Autoline Daily viewer Al Rich, who thinks he figured out where Rivian got the inspiration for the front-end styling on its electric pickup truck and SUV. He sent us this picture of a 1960 Edsel Ranger, and sure enough, those vertical taillights are reminiscent of the vertical headlamps that Rivian is using. By the way, we love getting interesting pictures from our viewers, so if you got something worth pointing out, send it to viewer mail at autoline.tv. But that wraps up today's report. Thanks for watching. Please join us again tomorrow.